Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first official episode of the Financial Literacy for All podcast. I am Bernardo Campos, size Nando Silva, and today we will discuss one of the most essential concepts in financial literacy, inflation. So what is inflation and how is it measured? What causes inflation? What fixes it? Why do you need to understand inflation? And lastly, why are prices so high right now in 2022? All of these questions will be addressed to ensure that you learn every aspect of inflation and understand how it impacts the daily life of you and your family. So let's start with the basics. What is inflation? If you have recently read the newspaper or watched TV, you have most likely heard about how it is currently a significant problem in the United States economy. Well, either way, let's define it. So inflation can be defined as the persistent increase in the average price level of a country's economy. So what does this mean? Essentially, when the prices of goods and services in the economy rise, that is known as inflation. So when you go to the supermarket, your local fast food restaurant or gas station, and you see that prices have suddenly increased, that signals an inflationary pressure on the economy. However, how is inflation measured? Does it only consider the supermarket, the fast food, and the gas prices I have just mentioned? Well, the process for calculating inflation is not only complicated, but also a bit controversial. The method used by the US economy to measure its inflation is called CPI, which stands for Consumer Price Index. Essentially, the CPI considers several different types of goods the typical American household consumes. Also, each good has its own weight in the basket as a whole. So, for example, houses have a different weight in the process of calculating inflation compared to, let's say, baby powder. In general, CPI can be considered an average representation of what inflation is like in the country. However, know that the CPI is simply an estimate for what the average American family consumes, so there will be differences from family to family. Therefore, there will be a difference from the national inflation uh, seen in the CPI to the inflation in the specific products that you consume every week. Alright, so now we have covered the basics. When prices go up, that is known as inflation, and inflation is measured through the CPI, which is a basket of goods consumed by the average American family. However, why do prices increase? Why can businesses simply maintain their low prices and everyone will be happy at the end of the day? Well, it is obviously not that simple. Inflation can occur due to two different reasons. The first thing that could cause an increase in the price of goods and services in the economy is an increase in the demand for these same goods and services. The most basic economic law states that when the demand for a product rises, so does the price. It is easy to understand that if we think about it logically and with an example. Whenever many people try to buy the same product, say a sneaker, Whoever is selling these sneakers will realize they can charge more and they will still sell since there is a lot of demand. Okay, so the first reason inflation can occur is when there is an increase in an economy's demand. Now, the second thing that can lead to inflation is related to supply. 
if the supply of a particular good decreases, there will be the same demand but fewer products available. In this situation, the same previous logic applies. There will be a greater demand than the available supply, meaning prices rise and inflation occurs. So, the second factor that could lead to inflation is a decrease in an economy supply. Everything that we have covered until this point is based purely on theories. All the causes that lead to inflation that I just discussed can be easily represented in a supply and demand graph in economics. Suppose you increase the demand and therefore shift the demand curve. In that case, the equilibrium point will also change to a place where prices are higher, meaning there is inflation. Alright, so now let's switch it up a bit. We already covered what inflation is and why it is caused. Now let's take a look at how inflation can be combated. There are two ways an, econ an economy can combat high levels of inflation. The first is through fiscal policies, and the second is through monetary policies. So let's dive deep into specifically what those are. A fiscal policy is associated with how much taxes the government imposes and how much money the government spends on the economy. So taking this into account, one way an economy can combat its high inflation is by decreasing the amount of government spending. Why is this true? Well, we previously addressed how a greater demand in the economy will create an inflationary pressure, correct? So, if the government is spending more, there is a greater demand since there will be a greater flow of money in the economy. Therefore, to decrease inflation, a government should spend less on different sectors of the economy, such as infrastructure, healthcare, or any other sector you could think of. Now, the other way a country can combat its high inflation is through monetary policies. As stated in the name, a monetary policy is associated with money, so the US dollar. A monetary policy can be related to the printing of money and the economy's interest rates, two things that are controlled by the Federal Reserve System. Okay, so what can the Fed, which is the Federal Reserve, do to combat inflation? One measure they could take is to increase interest rates. An interest rate is the amount of money you are charged additionally if you borrow money from the bank. So, if you, for example, borrow $1,000 from the bank with an interest rate of 2%, you will need to give back $1,020. However, if you borrow the same $1,000 but with an interest rate of 7%, you will need to give back $1,070. Therefore, Higher interest rates make it harder for people to borrow money since it is much riskier. Since fewer people will borrow money if there is a higher interest rate, the economy will have a smaller demand for goods. So this concludes the second way a country can fight high inflationary pressure, which is by decreasing interest rates and, as a result, decreasing the amount of demand for goods and services in the economy. So, the last thing we will address today in this episode is why is inflation so high in 2022? Well, everything you just learned in these past few minutes can be easily applied to the current world and US economic situation. 
If we take a step back, we had a severe pandemic two years ago. During the coronavirus pandemic, the world was faced with significant issues in the supply chain. From lack of resources to problems with port congestion, producers around the globe had fewer products than they had previously expected they would. This created the situation where supply decreased. Additionally, the government increased its spending involved in billion-dollar projects. To top everything off, the world is now enduring a war between Russia and Ukraine. While inflation cannot be blamed on the war, the high gas prices we see right now at stations can be explained, to a certain extent, by the war and the sanctions that have been imposed on Russia. Well, this is obviously a lot of information at the same time. So let's piece it all together. First, producers had fewer products than expected due to supply chain issues. Second, families around the US had more money to spend due to COVID checks. Third, the government increased its spending, increasing the economy's demand as well. Lastly, there is the Russia and Ukraine war. Currently, we see an inflation of 9.1%, a number not seen in several decades in the US. This shows how understanding inflation is essential and how inflation impacts every household in the country. Now, the average household has to pay 9.1% more for everything they had one year ago. This is a massive difference. Lots of families are suffering from high inflation levels, not only in the US, but in the whole world. Therefore, understanding how inflation works, why it occurs, and how it can be fixed is one of the first steps in becoming more financially literate. Currently, in order to come at the highest inflation seen in decades, the Federal Reserve Bank has increased interest rates, a measure we just learned about. Theoretically, this will significantly impact the level of demand in the economy, hopefully solving the issue of inflation in the coming months. After listening to all of this, why should you even care? Well, inflation destroys the purchasing power of everyone. To have the money you earn by working today in the future, you need to invest it. Due to inflation, most people lost 9.1% of their purchasing power in just one year. The cycle continues, and without realizing it, you might lose even more to your wealth of your wealth due to inflation in the next years. So, how can this be solved? By investing. Investing into different asset classes is crucial not only to protect your hard-earned money from inflation, but also to hopefully make even more with a potential increase in the value of your investment. Now, this is all for inflation. Next episode, we are going to talk about the different asset classes, which is the term I just mentioned. Asset classes, uh, very quickly, are all of the different options an investor has to allocate their money. So stay tuned for the next episode to understand more about where you can invest your money to minimize the consequences of such high inflation levels seen in the United States right now. If you have listened until this point, thank you so much and I genuinely hope you have learned a bit more about how inflation works and why it is so important for you to understand it. Let's keep working together towards a more financially literate world. Once again, thank you so much and I hope to see you soon.